My name is Jason Marcel. I am a sales manager that's been in the uh, sales arena a total for about 17 years almost, and varying roles, varying degrees, and uh, in various locations across the country. And one of the things to to really spawn or spark the the whole idea of the podcast was I've been through a lot of of different scenarios throughout my career. My train of thought and my perspective has evolved tremendously over that time frame, and I have evolved into the space of motivational speaking, more mentoring, and just sharing these things. And, and, and one of the main focuses that I had was that a lot of the things that I plan to share and insights I, I, that are totally my perspective, but also integrate some of the, the, the mentalities and mindsets from some very experienced mentors of mine as well. Uh, if I had those insights as I was progressing through my career, personally and professionally, it would have been of tremendous help. And, you know, the, the very interesting part about it is you take this for what it is. It's just insight. There will be research um, and, and, and data and statistics behind some of the, the points that I make. But I also in, in welcome and, and, and actually ask for feedback, comments. So that's where the true learning begins, right? The dialogue. So Diving in a little bit to today's segment, once again, I want to thank you for joining in, and we're going to talk really around motivation and the idea around motivation, what factors actually drive um, that motivation, and I want to make, set expectations very clear. I will not try to tell you how you should motivate yourself or what should be your motivating factors. I don't want this to be a segment or any idea around a checklist, check the box perspective. I want you to be able to walk away from this podcast and go sit down, talk uh, with a colleague or a friend or someone you trust, a mentor, and really dive deep into you, understanding you, understanding what drives you, what inspires you, what motivates you. And that is a great segue into the topic of discussion today, motivation. You know, as I evolved throughout my career and I was I was in kind of a training mode of understanding what motivates me, I had to dive deep back into all the way back to my childhood. I grew up in a certain mindset, in a certain arena. I wasn't deprived of anything, but I had a lot of challenges and hurdles uh, that, 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 that I was faced with. And I learned very quickly. And my mom was one of those people that, that, that truly believed you work hard, you always try. Always put your, your effort 
and your intention and your and your energy into it because if you don't then you'll never know what the result's going to be but actually if you don't you will know what the result will be it won't be a positive outcome because you haven't began the journey you haven't tried so knowing that I wanted something better for myself that was really what sparked it right i knew that there was a better way a better opportunity so at that young age, I didn't have all the, 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 the factors of today that may be motivation for me. And at any point in your life, in your journey, that motivation or those motivating factors may change. They should change because your, 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 your point in life is going to change. Your point in time is going to change. But let's talk a little bit about what is motivation. Um, so once I got into my professional career, it was very interesting. I'd have a lot of mentors say it. You couldn't motivate someone. You can't motivate someone. That's that's not something that you can do. And I, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I thought that, you know, looking back at my, my childhood, looking back at my career going up through sports and having a lot of coaches and mentors, I mean, I was very motivated by coaches and mentors. But then as I continued to hear this from some very experienced people, very successful people, it really took me a second to, to step back and reevaluate what that was, what my perspective was. Let me look through their lens, through their scope, and see what is it that I'm missing when they say you can't motivate someone. And, you know, I honestly had interchanged the concept of inspiration versus the, in, the concept of motivation because those are two totally different things. And we get into the internal or intrinsic versus the external or extrinsic factors of motivation and inspiration. And this is a deeper dive, right? So, you you know, when I look at these things around, like, the concept of inspiration, that is like the push. It's like that person or that thing that sparks that feeling uh, or that, that emotion for you that gets you pumped up, it gets you ready, it gets you like you you hungry. It, it shows you someone else can do it. So it really gets you like up and ready to move, right? So that could be a role model, that could be a mentor, it could be a perfectly you know, new stranger off the street, right? However, it's that it's that spark of emotion that I've seen someone else do it. I've read this 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 story about this scenario that really really relates to me and someone else was able to make it through it and or whatever that may be but it's just that feeling it's that desire now you have that energy because you've seen someone else do it so that's the push right that pushes you and and and, and springs you into action but motivation itself is more of an internal thing and that internal thing is going to be different for every single person. You, you look at what successful people have done or people that inspire you or people that you look up to or what, for whatever reason, and that gets you pumped. It gets you motivated. Um, or Actually, not, it starts, it's the beginning of motivation. But the actual motivation itself, so like I said, inspiration is to push. Motivation is to pull. It's that internal drive that really sparks the actions that you put into place to work towards that goal. So inspiration starts in your mind. Motivation, let's just for better sake of, of words say, starts in your heart and it starts in your actions. And at that point, now you have to understand what that motivation is, why is that your motivation, and 
is it sustainable? Is that going to be enough to sustain when the times get tough, when you hit hurdles or bumps in the road? You have to always think back to, as I, as I like to look at it, think back to why you started, because things aren't going to always be super easy. But think back to why you started. Confucius once said, it does not matter how slow you go as long as you do not stop. And that is the key. When I talk about sustainability and I talk about is it something that you're truly, truly motivated by and driven and can you maintain that, that is the key. When you have to drive and when you have to push through adversity, is this a motivating factor or factors that will keep you going and will not get you derailed because then all of a sudden now you get into the mindset, right? So let's talk about some common motivating factors. So we'll talk about six that if you look across varying degrees, varying uh, research, these, there, a lot of these kind of, you, you'll see them, it's a very repetitive. You'll see them across varying uh, areas. They may be worded differently, but a lot of things fall into these, these six categories. And this is not a finite list. So what, what you'll see is we'll talk about these common factors, but then we'll also talk about the psychology behind motivation itself. One, money. A lot of times when I sit back from a corporate standpoint or an entrepreneurial standpoint, I think about the monetary gain or monetary factor. I want to get this new promotion because it pays more, or I want to get this new job because it pays more, or I want to be in a sales type of arena or role because the commission and the pay is much better. You know, so if money is your driving factor and it's your source and it's what motivates you, that's okay. That's fine. But understand in this day and age, you have to always be thinking ahead because there's so much change. There's so much variability in what we do. You may have that, that, that position or that, that role or that business that is doing very well, but you always have to make sure that you understand what are potential derailments or, or what are potential curveballs that may be thrown at you and to make sure that you plan for that so that money that's driving you that that continues to be the driving factor. And you may have to figure out ways to continue to navigate your current situation in order to keep that, uh, that driving you, that money that's pushing you, that opportunity that you're going after because of the money that's motivating you. You may have to plan in order to navigate. So what's another one? Number two, desire to be the best, your competitive spirit, right? Being in a sales arena, it's always about competition for me, right? So I want to be the best. I want to do my best. And that's a driving factor and for me. That motivates me to be driven. So I look at my career coming up in sports, always very competitive. I wanted to be on the best team, wanted to win the championships, wanted to win the trophies. Those are things that drove me right? And that's your competitive spirit. That's an internal thing that will constantly keep you driving. Number three, helping others. If you have an altruistic mentality or an altruistic personality and heart, then that's, that's great. That is something that will take shifts and turns along the way because once you've helped one person, and it may be help from a monetary gain, it may be help from the aspect of your donating your time uh, with with you know societies or with uh, 
with uh, with a local church or with your organization or just in the community to help clean up or rebuild something in your community, whatever that is. But if it's an altruistic personality mentality of you being able to help others and you get sheer satisfaction out of that, amazing. That's awesome, right? Number four, another common factor, power and fame, all right? So these all, in some way, if you think about it, they build off of each other, and a lot of times they're intertwined. But you look at power, you look at fame, you look at, in corporate America, the focus is continuously for a lot of people to continue to climb the corporate ladder, to continue to, to get that next job, the next promotion, that next title, to, to be a leader within your organization, to continue to have influence. Well, understand that if that's your motivation, you have to understand, set, uh, you know, set clear expectations because that's not going to always be a linear path. Sometimes you're going to have to take a step back or a step sideways in order to continue along that journey. And it's going to be very competitive, but never quit, never give up. Always drive, okay? Always drive. But understand this, with every factor or everything that you look at as a positive or everything that, that really drives you or pushes you or motivates you, there's always a flip side to that coin. You think about power and fame or power and, and, and control and insight and influence. As the old saying goes, to whom much is given, much is expected. And the bar is going to be set high. The expectation is going to be set high and the microscope is going to be down. But always make sure that if once you gain that power, you gain that influence, that you're also being able to share and be insightful and be an influencer in a positive way to those because everybody's looking. As, I, as a mentor of mine always said, the camera is always on. Okay, so understand that. Is it the recognition? Do you like being that person that gets on stage or that person that is highlighted in an article or highlighted on you know, online or social media, whatever it may be, or recognized by your company with awards and certificates, whatever that is, that is something that you have to continue to foster and hone into. How do you keep that as your motivating factor? How do you keep that at the forefront? Understand, if it's recognition, then what are the small things that you have to do every single day, day in, day out, in order to be that person? Okay, in order to get that recognition. And one of the last that I look at is passion. Okay, and, and these are once again six common themes when you look at what motivates people, just overarching themes. And and once again, they come in a lot of different different um different ways. They may be verbalized a different way, but um number six, passion. All right. So are you just doing what you're doing? Are you in the role, in the job? Are you, are you volunteering or doing whatever you're doing because you are passionate about it and you truly enjoy it? And that's, if that's what motivates you, you need to own it, embrace it, and be proud of it, whatever it is. But understand that's unique and customizable to you. Anything that you feel and you have to be honest with yourself when you sit down and you write this down or you think about this, you meditate over this as to what motivates you, what drives you. Understand it, be in tune with it, be in alignment with it, 
and make sure that it's something that's sustainable. Now, let's transition. Let's get a little bit more into the science of things. You know, the, I, I, as I always like to look up research and, and, and look into, you know, some more concrete evidence-based information around certain things, you know, let's talk about this, the psychology behind motivation itself. So, you know, on an individual basis, you've thought about this is what motivates me, this is what drives me, this is what's sustainable. You understand that, you have a clear picture of it, and you're, you're constantly in tune with it. So, you know, let's look at how the science really drives back to these factors, these things right here that we just talked about, the common motivating factors that you see with people. So, you know, one, uh, number one, instinct theory talks about the fact of we behave as we do because of instinctual urges. Now, we as human beings are, our natural tendency is to revert to what we're comfortable with, what we know. And so don't let, if that, uh, those things or anything be a pitfall for you, to where you you say or you think that something is motivating you, but you're thinking that that is what motivates you because it's what you know, it's what you're comfortable. And it may not necessarily be what is truly driving you, but it's just a thought process of that's, that's kind of a, false, a falsehood or a potential pitfall when you're thinking about motivating factors or what drives you that you have to really, really think about digest and meditate on it and understand, is that the true motivating factor for you? Because instinct theory will have you understand or have you see that sometimes that could be a false um, perspective. Number two, they call this the drive reduction theory, which is you, your, your motivation comes from the drive to have your needs met. So simply put, you have met your expectations. Once again, this could potentially be a, 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 a false pretense for you when you're thinking about, hey, what truly motivates me? Because it may be just a status quo is, is how I look at that theory. A status quo, it meets the bare minimum, and this is what motivates me. But that's okay if, if that's where you are, because as I mentioned earlier, your motivation is going to change with time. It's going to change with situation. But think about sustainability long term. And there could be some other underlying factors, other underlying definitions or perspectives that are leading you and motivating you. So don't just settle for the bare minimum or the status quo. Number three, the arousal theory. Uh, they talk about the focus of an individual being, being willing or looking to, uh, they're seeking to enhance their satisfaction from a, uh, from a, a accomplishment, from um, some, some sense of, of, of obtainment, right? So that is kind of that recognition um, thing, you know, recognition would fall into that, you know, so, you know, it's a thrill and the need of accomplishment or, or the thrill and the need for accomplishment. So, you know, that's something that an overarching theme, you're that person that really, really sits down and says, you know what, I like, I like the, the ability to say that I've accomplished a goal. I've set a goal for myself. I've accomplished it and I'm moving on to the next task. And 
if that's what drives you, always think ahead, always understand that once you attain or you've set that goal for yourself or you've set whatever it is for yourself, that now you already have a contingency plan or a second plan or second goal in place for the first goal, understanding that that is never a bad thing, okay? Because it causes you to think ahead. It's almost like the chess moves. You need to be thinking three, five, ten steps ahead of where you are or where you're trying to get to. The incentive theory falls back into the monetary or it may be the recognition with trophies and goals and all those other things. But, excuse me, that is the factors that are you're motivated by the incentive behind your action. Um, You're driven by the reward. And I won't belabor a lot of these uh, other issues, but once again, uh, just kind of getting a, a, a dive into the science of understanding there is there is a true and deeper meaning behind understanding motivation. Um, you look at two two other theories. We won't dive too deep into these, but cognitive theory which is you're motivated as a result of the expectations that guide our behavior. So you behave in ways that you feel um, you'll produce a wanted outcome or problem. So simply stated, the cognitive theory says that the, you're motivated as a result of the expectations that guide your, uh, your behaviors. And this means that you will behave in ways that you feel will produce a wanted outcome. So, problem with that is that this may uh, take you out of character. This may actually not be something that's sustainable. So you need to really make sure, once again, that's a pitfall or potential hurdle of perception that you don't want to fall under your false pretense. So last one, uh, number six, self-determination theory. So you're driven by the intrinsic sources and extrinsic sources. And honestly, I think this is the most important understanding that when you look at motivation, all right. And we talked about it in the very beginning of this discussion around the internal or intrinsic factors and external or extrinsic factors. So externally, it's really less about motivation and more about inspiration. So understanding and having that drive. And this is the key. This is the take home of this entire discussion is that you need both. You need to have someone, a mentor, a situation, a book or uh, whatever it may be for you that really inspires you to, 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 to make that first step, to take that first step, all right? And then you also need to understand the, ex, uh, the internal factors or the intrinsic factors, which is the motivation. So the, the, the push has to be there, all right, from the start to get you going, to get that feeling, to, to incite that feeling. And then the pull has to be there to sustain you, the motivation and what that motivation is for you only you can determine, all right? So we've talked about a lot. Uh, I want to, 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 to wrap up with a final quote and final thoughts to, 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 to consider when you're sitting down and you're thinking about what truly drives you, okay? So Maya Angelou said it very well. You may encounter many defeats, but you must not be defeated, In fact, it may be necessary to encounter the defeats so that you know who you are, what you can rise from, and how you can still come out of it. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand you. I want you to be able to understand what drives you, and I want you to be able to understand what's going to sustain you. So 
as we segue into the final thoughts, number one, find the inspiration that ignites the fire in you. Be very honest with yourself and understand what that is at its core, because that conversation really is going to happen with you internally or with you and a trusted mentor or a trusted confidant. Number two, motivation, whatever it is, whether it's money, whether it's power, whether it's recognition, whether it's helping others, know what it is. Don't be afraid to own it and be proud of what it is because that's specific and customized to you. Embrace it. Wear it like your badge of honor because you know what? That is what describes and what drives you. And number three and final thought, you can't be ignited by inspiration and driven by motivation but lack the fuel for perseverance. Understand that there are going to be challenges along your journey, but those challenges, they teach you a lot about yourself. They teach you about your stamina, but they also help you evolve. Be honest with yourself. Learn what drives you, what motivates you, what pushes you. Learn you. I want to thank you once again for listening in and taking the time, and I look forward to engaging with you in future discussions. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of The Why Behind You. I hope you were able to gain additional insight and perspective from this week's discussion. If you felt the topic was a benefit to you, please hit subscribe to this podcast and share this message with others that may benefit as well. Please feel free to email me your comments and suggestions to you at thewhybehindyou.org. And you can also follow me on Facebook and Twitter at The Why Behind You. I hope you have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Why Behind You.